Hello there, and welcome back to another edition of Lessons from Ministry. I'm your host, Marcus Ruffin Gaines Purnell. At the beginning of my seminary education, I quickly learned the importance of this lesson title, to shut up and listen. In one of my first pastoral care and counseling classes, we got into groups of three and went through a counseling exercise. One person was the counselor, another was the client, and the third was an observer who offered honest feedback at the end of the exercise. During this particular class and exercise, I was the counselor and Susie was my client. Susie was very upfront in opening up about the recent death of her husband, to which she began crying. As I sat and, quote, listened to her, I began quoting several scripture verses about God offering comfort to us in times of need. In that moment, and I still remember this very vividly to this day, I thought to myself, I am nailing this. However, <laughs> this couldn't be any further from the truth, and both Susie and the group observer, whom I'll name Tom, pointed this out to me. I don't want you to quote scripture or try to encourage me. I want you to listen to me, is what Susie then said at the time. Tom also chimed in and lovingly asked me, was there a reason you felt the need to share scriptures in that moment, Marcus? I immediately apologized to Susie and went on to say something along the lines of, I just wanted to try and encourage you as all. I didn't mean any harm. As the class reconvened, our professor, overhearing this interaction, proceeded to both tell us about the importance of offering a listening presence, both in a counseling situation and in general. He even cited a story from a couple with the wife saying about her husband, I just wish my husband would shut up and listen to me for once, which, as you can guess, is where the segment draws its title from. From that moment on, I let that particular experience permeate my entire being. Because I was too quick to open my mouth and offer what I believe to be encouragement, I found myself tasked with what the Apostle James tells us in James chapter 1, verse 19, to be quick to listen and slow to speak. When we're quick to open our ears and close our mouths, it's amazing what depths we can traverse with others. As a pastor, mentor, and friend, I can honestly say without a shadow of a doubt that some of my most meaningful interactions with others happened when I was quiet and listened. And wanting to build upon this in the same pastoral care and counseling classes, I began learning about active listening. When I'm actively listening to someone open up with me, it's not just about what's being said, it's also more so about what's not being, quote, said their tone, demeanor, and even their body language. Anyone can listen to the words coming out of someone's mouth, but it's a completely different story when we notice those nonverbal cues like their tone, demeanor, and body language. Adding another layer to this type of listening, active listening also invited me to learn about peeling back the sometimes many layers to the tender things that others shared with me by posing bits of wonder and asking open-ended exploratory statements and questions. I wonder what this could really mean. I wonder what it'd be like to explore this thought or feeling a bit more. What do you think is behind that thought? 
could you say more to that thought or feeling? Statements and questions like these by no means are prescriptive in any way. In my experience, however, they do invite others to explore and dig deeper into themselves. Again, offering myself in this manner has resulted in some of the most meaningful interactions that I've ever had with others. I should also note the following as well. The only time I'd ever really want to open my mouth is if someone specifically asks for my advice or insight. Obviously, context is key to any situation, so there will be some instances where I'll open my mouth. Even so, while this in and of itself can be a hit or miss at times because I am human, I'd much rather err on the side of keeping my mouth closed in place of opening my ears in an attempt to peel back the layers of whatever is going on. Now, having said all of this, am I going to tell you to shut up and listen? Not necessarily. Instead, what I will tell you is how significant it is to learn and constantly relearn how to listen to others as Susie and my pastoral care and counseling classes invited me to consider doing. The goal, at least in my mind, is twofold. Number one, to invite others to dive into their own realities and deal with whatever's there. And number two, to remind others that they are loved, that they matter, and whatever they're experiencing matters. When we're actively listening with and to others, we're loving them and even going so far as to invite them to love themselves. So, shut up and listen. Thank you.